Hey guys, welcome back to the Marriage and Real Estate Podcast. We're your hosts, Kevin and Aisha Shelton, and we have another couple for you this week. And this couple is from the East Coast. So we know that we have um, followers all over the country. And so it's nice to hear what's happening on the East Coast and what couples are doing on the East Coast. So Andreas and Leah, is very nice of you to join us today. Um, I'm going to ask that you guys introduce yourselves to our audience, tell them more about what you do. Okay. Um, my name's Leah Craig. I am a pediatric occupational therapist. I am married to Andres Bernal, who is a uh, very skilled real estate investor. And through him, I've learned a ton about real estate. I've become more comfortable with the practice of real estate investing. Um, and yeah, I'm just, I'm along for the journey as certainly a big support. Yeah, so my name is Andreas Bernal and um, I am a real estate investor here in Connecticut. Uh, uh, and yeah, it, uh, it's, uh, we started, I started this journey kind of alone, but now it's like we're going together uh, uh, for yeah, for this uh, rough journey, that's the real estate. <laughs> <laughs> so question, how long, uh, Andres, have you been doing it? And then when did y'all come together? And what's kind of, give me the backstory. Like, what were you doing before? And then how did you get into this? And you met, of course, Aaliyah, and then now y'all doing this together. Yeah, so um, I started, uh, this. my first investment property was December 2016, um and i i started sort of well before that i bought a property a, a small condo for myself but it was not an investment uh it was just purely to um live in it but before i moved into that condo uh, i thought about like if i leave and i rent it out um how much it can be rented and if i'm gonna be okay then after that i left i bought my first investment property which was a triplex in 2016 and I think our story start in 2017, uh, October, I will say. Mm -hmm. And then the, the funny thing here is that we moved in together because I, so I purchased a property in a really good neighborhood, which this is the house where we live in. And we moved in uh, six months after, uh, no, it was like, uh, no, it was like nine, nine months after we met. Right. Um, so, and yeah, this house has been a blessing uh, for a lot of reasons. Um, uh, and yeah, it's, it's it's been a ride. Yeah. And at that point, I had never, I, I was in graduate school. I had no concept of real estate investing. I, I knew that my landlord in graduate school was an investor. I knew he had a ton of properties. I was always curious about it, but it was so far from my awareness of something that would be possible for me and in my life. And so um, Andres is right about the six months, like six months into our relationship. I did spend a lot of his, um, at the property, that triplex that he was actually living in at the time. And so um, I started to learn a little bit about like what it was to have tenants and, you know, how to, how to take care of a property and how to treat tenants well and all of that. And then eventually um, he was curious about what it was like to buy a single family home. And he sort of just said, I was from New York. And he's like, 
don't move back. Like, let's move into this house together and let's see how it goes because, you know, no time to waste. So it was, it was a cool transition. And I felt like I learned a lot and even pretty quickly. Did you, Andreas, did you feel some kind of way about like moving into one house versus having multiple doors, like right at your fingertips? Yeah. So when we moved here, I, I had three, uh, no, I had five doors. So I have my, which is my first uh, mm-hmm. property. I was renting that out. Then I have my, the triplex. And I believe I had a student rental that by the way, part of the reason, so I own a lot of student rentals and part of the reason why I own it is because she was living in one of them. Mm-hmm. And that uh, before, so when I met her, uh, she had, uh, she was in grad school, like she was saying, and she lived with three other girls. And I, I, I got very curious about like, how is he doing it? How much is he charging it? And what is the lease and, and all that? And right now I own probably six, seven units, all in all student rentals between uh, multifamily and single family. And I think, um, yeah, it was a win-win situation. <laughs> I guess. So Leah, was he the landlord that you were so interested in? No, he wasn't the landlord actually, but my, the, he, I had put his landlord in touch. Um, I, I put my landlord at the time in, or him in touch with my landlord at the time. So he was like wanting to learn about that. And I saw that he was curious about it. And, um, but I understand that the way the story was told, it did sound like he was the landlord. No, yeah, he was no. not my yeah, landlord. Yeah, like, landlord's yeah. doing something and then he's like well she was yeah. living in one of my units it's like, no, yeah, I, no. I think my living at when we had met my living in that space got him curious about student rent yeah. Ah, <laughs> yeah. yeah so andres what sparked your interest for real estate like why real estate investing what was your inspiration so i actually my inspiration is like probably 90 percent of your listeners and is uh burnout from your w2 job um, I was working as a tennis instructor, uh, at the time, and I was working 50, 60 hours a week. And one weekend I'm like, listen, this can, I'm burned out. Um, uh, so I found, um, I found that real estate, I found businesses and I found stocks and I'm like, okay, businesses is something that I will do in the future. I know I will do that stocks didn't convince me what I found because I didn't have a lot of control. And then I'm like real estate. So when growing up also, my, my godfather, he's a big builder in the Dominican Republic. And that sparked my interest. I'm like, I'm like, he has a lot of money. And I didn't understand what did he do at the time, but I'm like, oh, he must be doing well in real estate. So I think that sparked my interest in, my interest. And then I, um, I, I was, I was burned out. Like a lot of, a lot of people that are listening right now. And I think that, um, I always explain this, that real estate and changes in your life come from pain. They don't come from, from comfort. They don't come from you wake up one day. Uh, Oh, I feel great, but I need to lose 20 pounds. Like it doesn't work like that. It works with something like working in your, in your head. So I'm gonna invite everyone here to like, if you are having any pain, like you, you know, you're living paycheck to paycheck, to paycheck or you wanna have more vacation or you're working a lot or you wanna buy your mama house or your or your dad, uh, 
take that pain as an opportunity to say, I'm going to do better. And I think real estate has been an avenue where we have enjoyed our life much better uh, because of that income is coming in. And now that, for example, um, the, our son, she's, you know, doing four days, five days from now, and we can um, retire. I mean, we can, today, we are so fortunate of having that income from the rentals that I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be off for a month and a half or so, and, I, and I'm going to be okay. Like, we're going to be okay, and, and we can do the whole year like that. But because of real estate, because we put the work. So, Lee, I have a question for you, and this might be a personal question. <laughs> nope, that's um, fine. <laughs> when you guys got together, what made you take a shot on a guy who was, like, figuring out this investment thing, non-traditional income structure, and you're like, hey, I want to build a life like this kind of wild card, right? Like, what did that yeah. experience, what was that like? You, especially in, in medical field, you're in a very traditional career path. Yes, Definitely. I think there are two things. I um, went back to graduate school and graduated when I was 30. So I was like a little bit, you know, behind, so to speak, but didn't feel behind to me totally. Um, so I definitely knew it took me some time to figure it out. Um, I also knew, you know, because Andres was, he was a tennis instructor and, you know, he seemed to like, he owned this house and, you know, he, I knew he was like, could he had a stable life, right? I could see with, with my eyes that he had a stable life, although he was um, hungry, so to speak, for more. And I saw he was such a doer. He was such a um, mover and a shaker. So I think, you know, even one example is like, I remember going to his, the property he was living in. He lived on the third floor. He had two tenants below him. Um, I saw the way that he interacted with his tenants. He was like so respectful. He was clearly trustworthy to them. Um, and I was able to witness that, of course, in the world of like, you know, dating someone whose friends you don't know or anything like that. It's like always, it's always, you're kind of like shooting in the dark. But um, I remember one thing that felt like, wow, this, this guy really means business is he had asked me like, what do you think of this flooring? And I was like, oh yeah, like I like the gray one. I remember just being like, kind of throwing out like, he's like, yeah, I want to update this apartment. He's like, and I said, yeah, I like, I like that one. I swear it must've been like 48 hours. The entire flooring was done. I was like, this guy really like, he does what he says he's going to do. So I think there was evidence, but it was also, I was going off of a feeling that felt like I trust this person. Um, and we had spent a lot of time together in a short period of time. And there were a variety of people who I met who were in his life that really like without clearly without being put up to it, were vouching for how great he was. So it just kind of, I went off of a, a gut instinct. Yeah. You know what? Um, women look for security, right? Like for the most part. And while he didn't provide traditional security, and it's really funny because I felt the same way about Kevin when we first met. He was just mm -hmm. such a doer, like he could execute that I was, I'm just like, oh my God, like this guy's amazing. Cause you know, I don't, I didn't meet very many guys like that. So when I met Kevin, I thought like, okay, this guy's something special. Um, yeah. And that is a form of security, right? To know that you've 
chosen a partner that can and will get things done. And so there are people who have partners that, you know, are traditionally secure. And then there are those that, you know, no matter what, because what it told me that what I learned was that no matter what happens in life, my man, my husband has the grit to keep going and give us everything that we need. And I see that, you know, in the conversation that we're having with you and Andreas. So that's really interesting to see those parallels. Absolutely. Now, when you guys came together and, you know, y'all moved in together and then, of course, relationship, you know, continues and you decide to take the next step, getting married, blending your finances, what was that process like for you guys? Uh, and then Leah, even you investing in some properties or you, y'all figuring out, okay, now we're together. So every property that you buy, now we have this kind of joint attachment to, or now even with your son, like now here's the legacy piece. Walk us through those steps, you know, financially in the physical act of putting your lives together, having the wedding, and then blending your finances and investing together. Yeah, um, I'll, I can speak to it first, and then maybe Andres can speak. Um, I would say that initially, I think it's it's really important for me to call this out. Like, I was really interested in real estate because it was novel, and it was I, I love novelty, and I was very curious about it but I was really overwhelmed by it. Um, I did not understand it. I didn't like, I, I think one big thing is I didn't understand how, um, like our money wasn't going to like any repairs or anything. I was like, what? Like, where is like, that's our money. It's just kind of like, but as I, you know, went on and on and started learning more and asking more questions, um, and, and asking Andres to give information to me in more bit size, like bite-sized pieces, um, I started to understand like, oh, I see, you know, rent, like part of, part of what you get for rent, like it's not all just cash flow. It's actually like you put money away for repairs and you put money away for um, any vacancies that could be. So I started to learn like little by little, a little more and more and, and understanding more, like knowledge is power, right? So understanding more actually really helped me to have more respect and want to get involved rather than like hide in the dark and be like you just go with it right so at that point I also realized my financial um, education like I came from a very from divorced parents like very working class family um no one really taught me a ton about saving I mean the best that they could but Andres certainly understood finances much better than I had so much trust in him that eventually I remember, I think like the first amount that I had invested was maybe like $10,000 or something. And I was just like, I really trust you. Like, I see that the return will be this for it. Um, and that's kind of how I would say that's how I started to get more involved rather than like, just like don't lose my money or we're breaking up. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I, I think that, um, I'm going to give you a few nuggets for people that are listening here uh, of like how to invest with your spouse or with a partner. So if you, if you're, let's say, let's start with the spouse. One, one of the things that I, that I wish I would, I would have done is to give her the information that she needs to know, not all the details. Mm -hmm. uh, and using the language that, that she can understand like the real the real estate lingo that she can understand because sometimes i will come with like you know accelerated appreciation and all this and she was like ah, wait, 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 you know so 
So, um, so given like the most like simple, sim simple is, is much better. And, and even though the way that I talk to like my capital investors now, we raised uh, almost a million dollars and we talk in, in a simple term that everybody, uh, like a fifth, fifth grader can understand, right? So that's my first advice. And then my second advice is like show, uh, show like proof of it. So for example, one of the things that I did was even though I would start, I would start making some cash flow for my other properties before uh, she, we even got married. And one of the things that I, I did, and I, I, I really recommend everybody to do it, is like show like, hey, you know, with this cash flow, this can pay, this will be paying our mortgage or this will be paying uh, our insurance or this will be paying our trips or like part of our trips. And then I show, I'm like, you know, I'm not only for myself, but this is all I'm working and, and every weekend that I'm working and all the sacrifices that I'm making is for us. It's not for me. I'm not buying the next, you know, uh, porch. I, like I'm, I'm investing in our relationship. So, so first uh, I will say to, you know, talk in simple language and second, uh, you have to show your proof, you prove it. And then third, once you have that trust, um, that's when she started to say, okay, I have 10,000, let's just invest together. And then I'm, I'm paying her or we paying each other every month. Mm -hmm. Like, and, and that is the, the best thing because she, she, it's tangible. It's not like I'm telling her invest this 10,000. And then in three, in three years, then you're going to see the return. Right. It's like now, like, it take a couple months, right? But then now you're going to see the benefit. So I think it's very important. I would say too, just yeah. to add, add on to that, because um, we lived together for a couple of years before we actually got married. And then um, I would say like we had one deal together that I had sort of like put a big chunk of money into. And I think with that, it was like our, you know, it paid for our mortgage or whatever, most of it. And then, so I already started seeing that. So less was less money was coming out of my bank account to pay my portion of the mortgage. So, okay, now, now I'm seeing that. And then once we got married, we decided we each have, I mean, Andres has far more properties that I'm not involved with. So he has other bank accounts, but we have our personal bank accounts and then we have a, a joint bank account. And that's been awesome. I will, as like a very independent woman, I'm very comfortable sharing a bank account, but I'm also... I'm not comfortable not having my own. So I always want to have my own, right? Um, but we share this bank account and then we each put in money every month. And based on like how much more, um, you know, I've invested, then like instead of the cash flow going to directly to me, I just put less in during that month and he puts more in as just like the kind of the person who's managing the cash flow, right? So it's like I see it directly there as well. No, I love that. I love that. And I think everybody has to find their way that it works in their household. You know what I mean? So it's like you, we all have different backgrounds. We all have different raising, different experiences. So there are different comfort levels, but finding that blended ground between your partner, like we do, we do our joint bank account. And then we also have our personals, but we, we created something called a 250 account. Uh, and we did this while we were working. It's not really necessarily operating like this currently, but what we used to do is every time we get paid from my paycheck, we'd each get 250 and then we'd have a joint bank account that all of our bills would come out. Um, so every two weeks you're getting $250 that you can spend how you want to. 
And what oh. we see is the trends between each other, right? So like she'd have a thousand dollars in her 250 account and I'd have negative ten dollars in my two. <laughs> and, and she's like, uh, obviously I'm the better one with the money. I was like, yeah, that's why you have all the money. I don't so in the joint bank account, she's the manager of that because obviously the 250 accounts show that she's much better with money than me. Yeah. That's yeah. a, that's a great experiment. I love that yeah. idea. And I, I, I also have to say, um, I think women are way better managers than men. And I have to say this, uh, because, you know, growing up, I, I witnessed that, uh, with my mom and dad, but also, uh, I think that, um, with men take more, I think irrational decisions uh, uh, than women, um, and and yeah, there's there's a thing where like oh yeah, women like shop and all that, but like I feel like men, when there's an idea, they just want to spend it, and there's no a, there's not a process of thinking how at least when you know a woman wants something, she has been thinking about that for a while, <laughs> but a man is like Let's just jump right in and. <laughs> And, and it, it takes discipline, you know, savings is a, is a muscle that you grow. It's, you know, it's like you go into the gym, you work on the biceps and, and it eventually grows. The savings mentality, uh, it, it grows. And I'm going to say also that if you're just saving to saving, um, you it not, it's not going to lead to anything. You have to have a plan of how you're going to invest that money. Mm -hmm. And I, I think real estate by far, I mean, I have a business besides real estate also, and real estate by far is the best investment, not only because you're saving and you're getting that cash flow, but all the benefits, loan pay down, the appreciation, the force appreciation that we do, the tax benefits. I mean, uh, it, it, the income, it, it snowballs so hard and so fast with real estate that it's it's amazing. Yeah. No, I love it. I love it. What's your other business? So I own a tennis academy. Oh, there we go. Uh -huh. I, used yeah. to play tennis. I played varsity tennis in high school way back <laughs> 20 oh, years ago. Really? Yeah, I, I obviously haven't played tennis in a very long time. <laughs> That's such a good life skill to have. That's another thing I like took a chance. I'm like, I'm athletic in the sense that I'll, you give me like a kayak and I'll go for the whole day. But when Andres was like, yeah, tr let's try out tennis. I was like, all right. So again, takes a lot of trust to partner yeah. with someone, but yeah, it's a great life skill to have. No, for sure. So as we transition into the next segment, uh, one of the things that I want to talk about is what's next for you guys? Like what's the big vision, whether it's a number of units, whether it's, you know, a certain portfolio size that you start transitioning into, you know, maybe larger scale multifamilies, what's the big vision? So uh, as far as like the number of units, uh, me and my partner, we're going to get to 100 units. Um, this is the partner Andres has aside from me. He yeah. He's a business partner. With my business partner. Estate. Yeah. So we, we want to get to 100 units. And I think we talk about, um, so, so sorry. So this year, the goal for this year is to um, get $20,000 in cash flow out okay. of all my and my business partners' properties. So, so $20,000 is your take-home? from No, no, to all together. So oh, 10 okay. and 10. Yeah, because we're 50-50 partners. So Good. 10 and 10, right? Uh, and that's just the portfolio that we have, not my own. Um, I think right now we are almost halfway there. Uh, and, and it's May, so we're doing pretty good, I'll say. 
and then as far as units, we want to get to 100 units, and then we're going to see uh, um, if we're going to keep going or not. That, that's that our, our max. So we have right now 20, yeah, 20 units together. So, so yeah, as far as that, as, I think as far as like as a couple, uh, I always have my biggest why is family. And my biggest why is to have that time and have that choice to, to, to spend time with my family. Um, even before I started investing, like I, you know, I grew up seeing my dad working so hard and so much weekend, 80 hours a week. And I'm like, you know, I don't, I don't want to be like that. So I, I do work a lot and I do enjoy it, but I have the choice also to like, let it go a little bit and, and say, you know, uh, let's just, just, let's just have vacation or, or, you know, I'm going to be with a baby for two months. If I want to, I have that choice. And that's, that's the beauty of real estate. And I think that's, that has been always the goal. Yeah. I think too, yeah. that for Andres um, and I, as, as a couple, as a partnership, a marriage partnership, um, we, and, and certainly I think in the bigger picture, but what we would love to do is have, you know, like buy a, buy a property together where the cash flow either goes towards like saving for our child, right? Because we're about to welcome our first um, child. And, you know, with, with him in mind, with his life in mind, it's like, why not use the skills that we've built and grown together to invest in a property that perhaps could cover, you know, some, something like his first year of college or even more or further, right? So I think the goal, and Andres and I have talked about this, is that, um, you know, at, at a certain point in time, we would love for our child to know what that business looks like. So even if he's 14, right, like just going and like maybe weed whacking or like just kind of like meeting, meeting the contractors or just like knowing what the property is and knowing that eventually it could be in his name. And that's something he can take pride in and work hard towards. Yeah. Is your, Andres, is your godfather proud of what you've done so far? <laughs> he, he is very proud. Um, I talk to him maybe twice a year uh, on WhatsApp. Uh, but yeah, he, he, he's very proud. He's very impressed. Um, yeah. And I, and mostly my dad, because my, I think, I think my dad, um, I don't know if you guys can relate, but my dad saw me as uh he always have hope in me and he always like, he's very busy. He has a business and very business oriented, but I don't think my dad has a, like a lot of faith that I'm going to succeed in, in, in business, <laughs> not in real estate. And now, um, you know, when I came, when I decided to come to this country, I had a huge fight with him and we didn't talk for six months with, which is heartbreaking because my dad is my best. It's one of my best friends. Um, you know, I made the decision. I said, you know, I'm going to make it worth here in the U.S. and I'm going to I'm going to make it happen. And now that I hate I just talked to him yesterday and I'm like that, you know, we just closed on a four and in a two unit. And he's like, I can just I just can't believe it. How how much you have grown because we we bought 20 units in September to now in the small. Oh, yeah. So we have grown very a lot. And it's because a lot of a lot of we it's it's a it's we can talk an hour about the the way that we have grown, but um, 
but yeah, I think that my I think my dad is super proud and and my family, yeah. No, that's beautiful. I love that. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, real that's estate really can awesome. definitely be life changing and create opportunities that people mm-hmm. otherwise would never be exposed to. Like you could have kept going and and just been a burnt out tennis instructor, and your life would have been fine, but you never would have experienced the level of peace and happiness and success that you're experiencing now. So you taking that leap and taking that initiative, and of course having the support of your wife and and really partnering on this journey uh, to build wealth for your family is a beautiful thing. Yeah. I think I think also the the chances that your spouse or your partner uh, don't support you, the chances for you to succeed succeed is like slim to none. Right. Um, I, I think that I believe that if you are have a growth mentality and your partner doesn't, uh, it's gonna be really hard, almost impossible for you to grow. Yeah. For example, uh, um, not a growth mindset. She will probably be okay for me buying one property a year, right? And and yes, eventually, you know, in 20 years, whatever, or 10 years or 15 years, we can retire maybe, right? But now uh, I think because she has allowed me uh, and support me to, to buy all these properties, we are in a really good shape financially uh, and we can make decisions that uh, not a lot of people can make. Like, mm-hmm. like right now, I mean, how, how I, think, I think for me, the most beautiful thing about real estate is having the choice of like, you know what, honey, like you can, you have the choice to work or not. If you like mm-hmm. it, if you love it, keep going. If you don't, then don't do it. And I have the choice too. And we can take our kids and like, and exp- well, our kid, I will say, <laughs> and in the future, like explore, like, you know, you're not going to class today. You're going to, we're going to go to Australia, like <laughs> things like that, you know? So the, having the choice is the most beautiful thing. And people think it's like having the money in the bank account. And it's not. I can guarantee you I have over six figures for during the pandemic, sitting in the bank account. I had a lot of money there. And it it felt empty. It felt like there was no purpose. But now I can see things more clear. Right. Can I ask a question? Oh, yeah. Why Australia? Why did you pick Australia? Yeah. <laughs> He's picking the furthest place from home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, why Australia? Part of it is because so we went to Greece and Portugal last year. Um, We're just trying to push it further. Yeah, we don't, <laughs> yeah, we, we, don't, we, we travel to Costa Rica. We, we love traveling, too. So, um, I don't know, Australia. Australia. So far, I'm just like, well, if you leave on Monday to go to Australia, you're not going to be back in class. On no. Like, that's not going to work out like that. Unfortunately, we'll leave on for a good amount of time. Yeah. Yeah. But I do want to add, um, I think, because just to like touch on your question from earlier, I think like the tail end of the question, which maybe didn't get answered. Um, I think that, you know, talking about like the amount of trust that I've built in Andres and in this this whole process. And I'm pretty sure if I'm not mistaken, the, the four, four unit is the highest number of units you guys yeah. have purchased. Cause otherwise it's been like two unit, three units, it's like the biggest dolls. Um, but, you know, I think even a year ago, I would have been like, uh, what? Like you want to buy a six unit property. That's like so big. It's so intense. Like there's so much to take care of. 
But now that I actually understand more and he's given, um, given me information in those digestible pieces, I now understand that like, whether it's a four unit house or like a 10 unit house or a 12 unit house or like a storage facility, right? With like tons of units, it doesn't really matter. It's all like, it may require a little bit more upfront and of course, like more money to invest. But ultimately if you have the right team and the right supports and the right people, it's the same as, as owning a two, you know, a two unit house. It's not so far off. So it doesn't feel as intimidating to me. And I do think that ultimately that's a part of Andres's and his partner's goal is to have some units that are dynamic and different and perhaps larger. So No, that's good. Is there a book or resource that you would share with other people that have helped you guys in your journey of marriage and real estate? Hmm. Um, I will say, uh, I mean, there's there's a tons of real estate books out there. Uh, Brandon Turner uh, from Bigger, well, when he was a Bigger Pockets, he wrote amazing books. Uh, the burst right the long long uh long-term real estate investing by david green was really good um non-real estate books like yeah, grit grit andres always talks about grit yeah. and like um yeah. even even just like books that just talk about self-development right yeah. so like i've i've heard so much about grit from from andres even like in my in my work like i'm a pediatric therapist and uh, occupational therapist and i work with parents and it's like so much of the work is like looking at like self ref, self reflection, right? It's like part of business and and marriage and partnership is like understanding self reflection. So it's like if you're not doing that work, then how's your business and your marriage going to flourish? Yeah. So I do think that like grit is one of those big ones. I also think that uh, this is going to sound. I don't know how it's going to sound, but um, so we went to therapy, mm-hmm. even though we didn't have like problems problems because people think that you only go to therapy when you have problems but that's uh far from the truth yeah we went to like pre-marriage like, yeah just, like to talk about yeah that. not like yeah so we we had a few sessions and i think it was awesome and i think i will recommend to people it was hard it was really hard <laughs> but it was awesome in the sense of like i think people should do that again not waiting to have problems but like just just going and how how about someone to like strengthen your relationship because that's that's what i i think it happened so yeah and, and honestly having an, an, an honest conversation even before marriage i think marriage just amplifies who who your what your relationship is um it, marriages won't won't solve any problems if so if you're right now if you listen to this and you're dating and like you want to buy 100 units but your partner doesn't you better try to solve that before you even get married (laughs) because uh, Mm -hmm. uh, later on. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Any other advice for couples who are married that either want to be in real estate or, you know, they're just starting out any advice for them from the two of you? Hmm. Um, I honestly can't emphasize more clearly how important it is to just like, you know, go into things with an open mind, of course, but also for the person who knows more to really be able to explain at a rate or at, or educate or find the education if they can't do it themselves at a rate that the other, per, that the, the non, 
you know, not, not as curious or not as um, adept in real estate uh, partner is needing like that. I certainly needed more simplified language, more bite-sized pieces in order to be on board. Had I not had that being on board would not have been as easy for me. Yeah. yeah that's really that's good. True. Yeah. yeah. I think uh, I will, I will advise two things. Um, number one will be to let, to let the eagle outside of your house. Uh, try to like what does that look like (laughs) well yeah I mean so I I think that most of the problems of couple whether it financially uh whatever problems people have I think is uh mostly like ego uh and I think that you gotta enter a relationship where you have worked in the ego gym Mm -hmm. you have worked out uh to to like let be strong enough to let the ego outside of your uh, outside of home right and be able to hear each other yeah yeah i think i think concerns yeah i think it's important to just like hear and try to understand and and not put in your you know what you believe all also always uh and i think uh in terms of investing i think that if you want to be on board with your partner to invest like again make it simple and be truth to yourself and, and prove that you can do it first before you have any marriage, but like other partnerships, you have to like show that you are business and show that you're an honest and that you're truthful and everything else will, will, will come. I think it will come. It will come right away. Actions over words. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Leah, what's funny is, you know, Kevin and I talk to a lot of couples and that ego thing is a trend in uh, this marriage and real estate journey. Um, Typically, the person who uh, probably knows the most or, you know, is the is the front runner in the relationship when it comes to the real estate, um, they do we do have to take this journey right where they're like I know everything I know what I'm talking about you don't know what I'm you don't know what it is and um it takes that that up you know the success and a little bit of lessons to come with it's for that ego to stabilize and I mean we experience that in our relationship and when we talk to other couples that that happens too and Honestly, for me, I have to say I'm grateful for it now. Um, obviously, when we were going through it, it was a challenge, but it taught you know him like, okay, I, I do need to listen to what she says, and um, she does add value to you know this journey that we're on. But also, um, it brought us closer together too, and it made us work together a lot better because we took that journey. So I don't know, guys, that might be um, one of the you know requirements to this whole marriage and real estate thing there's a few bumps in the road and that ego seems to be one of them yeah i definitely agree (laughs) i will say also actually you inspired me to to say one more thing that i forgot um stay in your lane (laughs) 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 because uh so i am uh i think that Leah, so Leah, I, I appreciate that Leah challenged me sometimes. Well, like I said, hey, this happened today, blah, blah, blah. And she said, but what about this? What about that? Right. But I recognize if you guys work both um, in the same business, what happens mm-hmm. is that, and I, I think that's why uh, couples that have their own business don't work is because they want to be in each other's lane. So like Aisha, if you are, you know, good at this, 
and then I can take this. So try to stay like in your lane and not like cross over the other lane and, 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 and be okay with it. And, and again, the truth is like, you know, I might be good and like analyzing the deal, getting the financing, you know, and Leah can be good at, which is good and uh, staging and picking colors and, and, and decorating and, and, and having a better judgment of tenants. Mm -hmm. And, and that it could be a, a win-win situation. I think the best relationship in business happen when you bring something to the table instead of you bringing the same thing that your partner. Yeah. Like celebrating, right? Like if, if we're only, and this is part of removing the ego, if we can celebrate our partner's strengths and know our own, which is a, a, the ultimate skill, right? Like it's so hard for some of us to own what our strengths are. If we can celebrate theirs and own our own, we don't always have to feel like we have to be good at that thing. And they have to be good at what we're doing. Cause it's like, it doesn't have to be 50, 50. Like some days it'll be 80, 20 and other days will be 90, 10. And some days maybe 50, 50, but it's not about, it's just about recognizing like, this is your strength. This is your power and seeing someone stand in their power and do well in it. And then they can celebrate your, your successes and your power. So I, I think that um, Andreas has a really good point with that. And yeah, like, I think maybe as human beings, regardless of real estate or marriage, it's like, what's the first thing to work on is like, if you can see where your ego gets in the way, you'll get so much further. No, yeah. that's true. That's true. I love that. So what, mm -hmm. um, and this is my last question, Aisha might have one. What do you guys enjoy the most about the life that you built together? It's, it, <laughs> it, yeah, so... First of all, uh, yeah, so we have our routine on Tuesday mornings. We have breakfast together and we spend the whole morning together. Even if it's working, we spend together. Mm -hmm. We also have a date night uh, during the week. I think it's really important that you get out of the house and, and you do something fun or you go out to eat. Right, regardless but, of what work needs to be done. Yeah, right? so it's, like it's priority and it's, you know, it's, it's not scheduled, but it's priority. So... I think I think I have a lot of fun with my wife. Uh, I think we are we we are very playful. Um, I think that we our intentions are very sincere, I, and I think that we are um, we are like a yin, like yin yang because uh, you know Leah is more expressive of feelings. I'm a little bit more. I'm I'm learning to be. Uh, so I think I think it's a. It, I think what I really enjoy is that it's 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 a it's a hundred percent hundred and hundred percent balance. Right. It's not like we put fifty each other. It's like we put a hundred. We both put a hundred percent. Right. And uh, we make it we make it work. I really think too that um, with with the the blessing of real estate in our lives and what it's afforded us is like we each have our own business separate from from real estate. And so we do some work on a Tuesday and then, you know, like I'm at the tail end of my pregnancy and Andres has not missed, I think he's missed one appointment and they've all been middle of the day or early morning on a weekday. It's like, who has that ability other than a couple who's created a life that's flexible like this? And, you know, maybe on a Saturday he has to run to Lowe's or like, talk, you know, talk to visit a property or whatever, but it's like, we also have the benefit of spending hours together in the middle of the week. And that's such a gift. No, true. My wife likes to take me to Vegas in the middle of the week to see her. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. 
I do. We're not gamblers, but we definitely like a good show. Like so, I don't, um, real estate is enough of a gamble for me. I don't. I, I know, right? We we gamble enough in our everyday life, um, and so we don't need the thrill of Vegas to give us that. But we truly appreciate. I know, right? We truly appreciate you guys taking the time to share your marriage and real estate journey with us, um, with, you know, Kevin and I and our audience. And you know what? We've, I, I know Kevin felt the same way that I did. There's just so many similarities between the journey that you guys have shared today and what we've experienced. And I think it really is a trend and a theme. The one thing I can say is that you truly are a blessed union. I can tell. I can tell that you bring out all of the really good things in each other and I am truly looking forward to see what you guys produce and the impact that you make on this world um we really hope to hear from you guys soon we are having yeah. a marriage and real estate conference in November here in Houston so y'all oh you're having a baby dang you should well, bring that baby, baby. so we'll I challenge you guys to keep up the routine even with the baby because this is a new journey and baby yeah. life can be hard. So, you know, keep up the the breakfasts, keep up the date nights, even with the baby in tow, um, you know, focus on your marriage because that baby is going to grow up and go off on their own and it'll be you two together. So um, yeah, and my wife taught me valuable. that advice thank you so you. much that's much, so much valuable <laughs> yeah and it's been so nice to talk with you guys too and just hear about a little bit about your story and um and that's very valuable. we've certainly talked about that but to hear from someone else who has a similar sort of lifestyle and journey is really beneficial for us so thank you yeah it, it's been I'll, I'll say our honor to be here and uh yeah looking forward for the for the sequel in a, in a few months or <laughs> We Look, I, I, I definitely want the comeback. I want the, hey, man, we had a baby and now the world is crazy. <laughs> yep, and we got our 100 units. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. We can have a 100 unit yeah. celebration party with you guys yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. But where can people find you? I want you know people to be able to track your journey. So I'm more active on Instagram. Uh, so my handle is Andres Bernal, A-N-D-R-E-S-B-E-R-N-A-L. But instead of an L is a one. And I'm on Facebook as well. I'm, I'm active a little bit on Facebook, mostly Instagram. I'm trying to um, build a community of people that are they don't know about real estate. They don't, they don't know a lot about real estate or they have one or two properties. And yeah, giving, giving my best out there, I will say through social media. Absolutely. Awesome. Leah, do you do social media at all or no? I, I do. I have a business social media. I mean... Listen, it's it's not for the faint of heart. Learning about kids and and uh, the psychology of development and and behavior, but I would love to have everybody follow me. It's flourish. The word flourish. F L O U R I S H underscore families, and that's that's where you can find. And that's sorry, that's on Instagram. I should say. <laughs> Now, I have a great book recommendation. I don't know if you've read it, but it's The Doctor's Guide to Real Estate Investing. Ooh. Wait, which one? The Doctor's Guide. Uh, it's called The Doctor's Guide to Real Estate Investing. So all of my friends, I have we have doctor friends uh, who have been interested in real estate, but haven't really gotten into it. And a lot of it is not just the scheduling, but kind of I don't have the brain space for all this real estate stuff. It's a good book. So it's called The Doctor's oh. Guide to Real Estate Investing, Real Estate oh. Investing for Busy Professionals Who Don't Think Real Estate is for Them. 
It's by I Dr. Corey S. Fawcett. I'll, okay. I'm gonna write it down. I have some audible credits after. Yes, <laughs> yes. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a that's a yeah. Next read. Amazing. Thank Books you. Books are my thing for sure, for sure. So Thank but you. no, thank you guys so much for being on the Marriage and Real Estate Podcast. We look forward to celebrating your 100 units and definitely uh, seeing your community grow and your portfolio grow. And of course, your family grow. Uh, and we look forward to seeing you out at the conference as well. So we'll be tracking you and keeping up with you. And, uh, you know, just drop us a note with a picture of the baby because we definitely want to see that. Uh, yeah, awesome. we Thank appreciate you guys. you guys. We appreciate you too. Thank you so much. Thank you.